to read. I'm a madman, I cause problems that I truly never mean. I'm damaged, I trust no one, sometimes I can be real mean to a magnitude extreme. I'm sorry, oh, but handle with care, so fragile and delicate. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are the facts and the opinions hurt people's feelings. It's the first episode of 2019. We had to bring the heat. It's Jay Welly. Millie Rockin' Pineapple is in the building today. <laughs> is it still pineapple? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I changed it recently. Yeah, we, we seen that. We I, I noticed that. We noticed. I was, I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. okay. That's 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 the new energy." That's the new no, energy. it's um because a lot of people ask me why pineapple dope. They think I automatically smoke weed, and so I just wanted to. Ch- and pineapple mo is not available, so I just changed really? it to pineapple mo. Pineapple mo really isn't available. No, somebody has it. Oh, they are, and really? they don't even post them. <laughs> I, I tried. That's report- my question. Like, what does their profile look <laughs> they like? They literally have a one picture. And I've tried repro- reporting it, but it's not like pornography or anything. So they. <laughs> I just really want the name. You don't you don't have enough enough support to be like, hey, let's report this person as spam so I can take this name over. I haven't take tried it, spam. but it's not I mean pineapple mo is fine. <laughs> well to the no boundaries audience, you're still pineapple. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes that's fine. Pineapple's cool. All right, so we six days into the new year. How how are y'all? Um, pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's a new year. You know, I'm uh coming at the punches with uppercuts and dodges <laughs> she just left the gym she just got knocked out <laughs> if yeah. you come out with the uppercuts gym. and dodges is the gym kicking your ass um not really actually okay mm-hmm. okay trainer or by yourself um by myself um i have a really good friend that used to be a trainer and mm-hmm. so i go oh, to him a lot well. no well, well <laughs> refuses <laughs> um but yeah no he's a he used to be a trainer he used to work for a gym and so i've been going with him like occasionally just so I can fix my posture because I have really bad, um, like when I do certain exercises, I'll lean forward as opposed to like back all the way back. So how packed is the gym? Because I just, I just super... go to the one in my complex. Like I haven't ventured all the way to the gym that I pay for yet. <laughs> you been to the 24 in a minute? Not this year. Which one do you go to? <laughs> this year. Ah, six days <laughs> in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 2019. Wow. Um, it was act. It was actually busy today. Um, which I figured it was going to be. I I didn't go the first like three days of the year. Do you work out in your apartments? Um, only when I feel too lazy to go to the actual gym. Mm. But I have a a membership. Oh, your gym is nice though. Oh I yeah, mine, 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 I mean, a lot of these apartments are starting to get better at mm-hmm. you know equipping the gyms with suitable shit. But um. Well, that's good, man. It's a, I mean, it wasn't a resolution. It was something that you had already started. I already so, started. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. No resolutions, um, right? We're all I good. have none. That's good. That's good. Do you have any mottos for 2019? Like a mindset? So my mom, it was funny because my mom asked me, she was like, what was your re- resolution? And I was like, blocking negative people out of my life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was funny because we had just got an argument early that day. Oh, And sh- so she was like, ha, ha, ha. That's why she's been dodging uppercuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Wow. I don't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't put a motto together. I'm, I'm, yeah, you did. 
I'm lowering my expectations. You put a model together. What model did I put together? Ric Flair. Mm. Oh, <laughs> so, something like oh, that. Something oh, okay. Like that. Yeah. You know, like, do you have? Like, I do a, have a theme song. Well, it's fine. We won't talk about my theme song. No, you but can't say you have a theme song wait, in this that we're not going to talk about Back to resolutions, it. though. There's a reason why I don't have a resolution. And so for me, it's like whenever people set resolutions, and it's actually, um, I heard it in a sermon today, actually, too, because it was like, this is actually what I've been thinking. And so essentially, whenever you have resolutions, you're, you're like, I want to do this. I want to do that. Like you have all these different goals set and you get so overwhelmed that you end up not doing it. And so, um, I was looking probably like a couple weeks ago, I was looking through my notes and I found, um, my resolutions for 2017 and literally I had about like six or seven, um, like goals for 2017 and I accomplished zero of them. Zero. Zero. Hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. It must have been complicated. They were time consuming. Oh, okay. So you started them. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Most definitely. Damn. I just don't see you. It was like, for instance, one of them was my, um, my scuba diving license and to, like instructor license and I'm I'm at um advanced. So I still have like four more licenses to go before I become an instructor. Same thing with like skydiving. You have to go like ever you can get it in a week, but the amount of like flying you have to do with my job and everything I wasn't able to do it. Okay, okay. Not to put so your business out things. there, but you were off for a whole month, right? Two months. Two months. What did you accomplish in those two months? Um mind mindset to be honest um so it was like a super rough patch and the reason why I had two months off um it was it was tough um I had to take a break from work I had to take a break from life and kind of really figure it out Mm -hmm. and um a part of me figuring it out was going to therapy every single day so didn't have anything to do with being on a billboard right (laughs) <laughs> becoming an overnight celebrity, it's right? It's probably stressful when you become an overnight celebrity. I'm just saying. I, I, I know, know. I'm I'm on 290. I'm on 288. <laughs> I 59. It's surreal. It's weird. It has to be. The honestly, the weirdest ones are um, when people send me like screenshots of like the ESPN the websites. Ads, yeah, because yeah, I'm on like certain ads, and I'm like, and then like somebody um, from T-Mobile actually sent me a couple days or not a couple days ago, whenever. Um, I'm on a new flyer now and that's like nationwide. So it's like super weird knowing that I'm on flyers that we hand out to customers. How did this window open? (laughs) I have to ask. (laughs) I was going to be super cocky, but no. Um, so T-Mobile was trying, it's an, are you with us campaign? So they were trying to do something completely different. They wanted to actually attract more customer base or they wanted to be more personal with their customer base. Mm -hmm. And so, the best way to do it was like, let's take people that actually work for the company and have them be our models. Because one, they're passionate about T-Mobile and two, they know the product and stuff like that. And um, three, we're already paying them. So do we yeah, need to pay them exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Yeah. I mean, it was smart as opposed to hiring like models to do like fake things. It was like, let's get these real life people and do like real life, um, real life photo shoots about how they are truly with their family and stuff like that. Um, and I was actually nominated, so it wasn't... Oh, okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense, that makes sense. I was nominated, I had to go through a couple of different interviews, actually. Some, like, really? Mm-hmm. So they, like, talk to you, they want to know about your life, they want to know, um, kind of, like, what type of person you are, like, why you represent the company well and stuff like that. Just in case, like, some type of scandal happens and you just all out there. That was, that was yeah. my first thought, like, yeah, I don't want to put you on all sure. these billboards across the country and then you... 
Mugshot Bay next mm-hmm. week. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Mugshot May next week. Yeah, like, crazy. yeah. Um, so it was actually it was a super dope experience. Um, we did a couple of different photo shoots, and I'm like waiting for those to come out. So like we did one where we did baking. So we made. Um, I I was making ice cream, and um, wow, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Ice cream. Mm-hmm. Good lord. So I was making ice cream and we did like a couple of different cakes and stuff like that. Um and there was like at one point where we were like throwing flour at each other, so it was a huge mess. Um but it was awesome. They actually flew out one of my best friends from New York down to surprise me. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a real ass. It was, it was right honestly oh, yeah. it was honestly like one of the most amazing experiences I've ever been through in my life. Nice. Mm-hmm. So. Did that was that that was before the two months? Yes, that was in, um, it was actually for my mom's birthday, well, August, August 4th. Really? We're I all, know, we're I all, know. Our mothers are all Leos. We know that already. <laughs> I, mi- I missed hers. I missed hers. I, I knew yours. When's yeah. your mom's birthday? August 6th. Oh, dang. Third, fourth, yeah. sixth. Because I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know, your mom's is what, the... The third. The, the third. third yeah. And my mom's the sixth. And then my birthday's 22nd and yours is 29th. Mm-hmm. And we just can't stand each other to have so much yeah. alike, yeah. you know? It happens. Yeah. It happens. I don't like Capricorns, man. I don't, I don't, you don't like people. <laughs> That's debatable. It's not debatable you know at all. Wait, y'all are y'all are like the, the cusp of, of Capricorns. So y'all aren't at the y'all are at the very beginning. Oh yeah. I, I thought the cusp was the end. I said this shit. I don't right. know how that works to be honest. So what is it's actually super like when astrology is actually because uh, 'cause I'm I'm into it. But I'm actually getting more into it. But it's about like the different moons and like what planet you like. For, mm. for I know more about me because I don't really care of about. Course. <laughs> of course, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm the beginning of the entire astrolo- or astrological whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Aries starts it, and I think uh, I don't know who ends it. it doesn't matter because <laughs> she only cares about herself. A typical Aries. Pisces. Yeah. Aries, first of all. Okay, which you know I know. Um, but it matters like what so like it depends on what time because then it depends on your moon sign and my moon sign is a Taurus. Um and then I'm ruled That shit gets confusing. Yeah, and then I'm ruled by Mars, which means I'm a fire sign. Mm-hmm. Um so there's earth, water or yeah, earth, water or sorry, earth, air and um and fire. Oh, I thought and you were so, going to do the Captain Planet thing. I thought we were going to do Last Airbender. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love, I, oh my God, I was obsessed with um, Airbender. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was the, I was actually disappointed by the movie, but. The <sighs> That's why it was hard for him to redeem himself. I'm. I, aren't they coming out with the second one? Mm, Did, didn't M. Night do that? M. Night did it. Yeah. I'm almost positive they're coming out with the second one in like 2020 or something. I don't think it's going to be considered a second one though. It's like basically a reboot. But yeah, they're, they're gonna out. do a reboot of what? I mean, of of that. Like of they're the not air? gonna they're not gonna do that again. It's gonna be something totally different. I'm pretty sure they're gonna go with a, a Asian cast to if avoid the bullshit. But the first one was what air, right? The focus was air. Well, yeah, that's it's air, water, and fire. Okay, I'm not I'm not really I can't. Oh. My son was into it. I wasn't oh, really I into that it. show. I ain't gonna lie mm-hmm. to you. The actual anime was a lot better than the movie. I was disappointed. I imagine. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I I remember um. The reason I brought up the the billboard thing was mm-hmm. because I know when people see you, mm-hmm. they don't they'll they'll never picture you as a person that's ever down mm-hmm. down and out. And um, towards the end of uh, twenty eighteen, that was a trending topic. You know, mental health and you know depression coming up and shit, just stuff like that. So I mean, but isn't that typical when you get to the holidays and you just kind of start? Mm-hmm. 
you know, evaluating things, evaluating where you are in life. And, you know, it's everybody celebrating a lot of stuff. And then you kind of get down. It's like, what do I really have to celebrate right now? Yes. And it's, you're absolutely right. So like holidays are, um, one of the hardest times for people. And that's when people are most depressed during the holiday holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, it wasn't even the holiday, like it's the holidays because of family. So it's like either you don't have family or you feel really lonely or whatever the case is. Um, but I haven't said like, this is my second year celebrating Thanksgiving since 2001. So mm -hmm. like my father passed away in 2001 and I haven't celebrated since cause he died the day before Thanksgiving. Oh wow. And so, um, this year actually was crazy cause his anniversary was on Wednesday, which was the day he died. And then Thanksgiving was on Thursday. Um, so it, this was like 17 years ago for me, but it wasn't even, it had nothing to do with the holidays. Um, because and I'll get to like memories and stuff in a second, but, um, and, and then Christmas, I'm not Christian. So, um, holidays really don't mm -hmm. mean anything for me. Um, to be honest, like one of or the main reason why, um, I was super depressed and at my lowest point in life was, uh, because of work. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, work had a ton to do with it. Um, not being able to, I think people don't realize like when you don't, balance social life like your work life and your like your own personal life you can you get so consumed in work that you forget about what you like you get so consumed in like what everyone else like your social life and what everybody else wants that you you don't take time to really digress and be like you know what I am I'm doing okay like right now I'm doing the best that I can so when you go on social media and you see people like you know like the Migos throwing all this money or, you know, whatever the case is, whatever celebrity you're like, man, they're, you know, 24 and I'm 26 and I'm nowhere near where I need to be. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case because when I sit here and I look at, cause that was me too. I felt like a huge failure. You felt like you need to be Amigos. I do. Makes sense. I feel like my, um, I feel like I have that level called? of talent. <laughs> ad libs. <laughs> my ad libs are on point. <laughs> Jesus. Play a beat so I can sit here and give you some ad libs. It's the first one that popped up. That's good. Um, That's a good example. But they're yeah, twenty four. I didn't know that. I don't know how old they are. Oh, I just okay. I seem they, like, they. Well, you know we're older now. So well, we're older now. Mm. Man, she's not even close. You're not even close to thirty yet. Yeah. No, boo boo. Oh. I'm twenty two for life. <laughs> oh god. But see, I, I kind of understand what you're saying because to me, it's like. If your work life is stressful and your personal life is stressful, mm -hmm. then you go from one stressful situation to another stressful situation. <laughs> then you wake up and go to another stressful situation. What like the only peace you have is when you're asleep. And I think that's why when Damn. most people that that's why I think when most people are depressed, they they just want to sleep because mm -hmm. that's the that's where there's no stress. But that's something that you two have in common. Y'all don't sleep very well, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So I have my moments where I'll either sleep only for like three, four. But so a, a lot of it too, I have PTSD. Mm. Um, and so a lot of my not sleeping was because I had nightmares. And so I would wake up like suffocating, um, because of an incident that happened in my past. Mm -hmm. So, um, is PTSD really that simple? Like it's literally, I have a car accident on triggers, Highway yeah. 6. So every time I go to Highway 6, it's pissed. That's PTSD. I'm stressed out because of Highway 6. So that's, that's PTSD. It's, po it, it's possible. It, it, it could be Highway 6. It could be the type of vehicle. It could be the conditions. But PTSD more so brings you back to that very exact moment. Mm -hmm. So if I go down, like I had a car accident, and every time I go by that specific point, I get anxiety. 
So like that's it's mm. a trigger. So I get triggered and I get anxiety and I have to be like, all right, you're not in a car accident. Like it's not gonna happen. You're not in the same situation. Um, like you're okay. I never knew that's what it was. Mm. I had actually had police officers come to our job and explain it to us, and it was like, has anybody ever here ever experienced PTSD? And nobody raised their hand because when we think of PTSD, we don't think of the army, you know, mm. shit like that. We think of severe, traumatic situations or events that take place in your life, and we don't think about an accident as something you know severe or traumatic because I mean sometimes it's just a fender bender. But shit, that same fender bender will leave a, a three year old in the back seat crying and like terrified, never want to get in the car again. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So it's I guess it's the way we weigh it. But that's crazy how PTSD is just it's really that simple. It's just like you said, it's a trigger. Any traumatic, yeah, any yeah. traumatic incident, it could be like you know you losing somebody right in front of you, or and then like that instant just wakes you up every single night, or you can't wear certain things around your neck because you feel like that suffocation. Oh, you know, it, 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 could, crazy. it could really be anything. But thankfully, therapy helped me out a lot with my PTSD just because, like, the nightmares, we were able to rewrite my nightmare. So, like, every time I would have a nightmare, I would literally, as hard as it was, I would write it out, and then we would change the ending. Really? So it would be like, you know, whatever happened, um, but instead of, like, me allowing um, what happened in my dream to happen... I would sit here and I'd like fight for myself or I would run away or like it got to the point where it was crazy stuff where I would like fly out of the situation. So so basically the dream was lucid at, at that mm-hmm. point. Okay. Because it's your, I mean, at the end of the day, it's your subconscious. Right. Um, and like the other, like my friend, like the other day, my friend came over and I literally have on my nightstand a, a Quran, uh, a knife and a gun. And she was like, who's going to come and get you like Rambo? Like what's wrong with you? And I was like, I mean, that's just that's me being paranoid. That's me waking up in the middle of the night, like thinking something's going to happen and there's nothing happening. Um, so, I mean, like it's certain things like that, but you have to sit here and also in like to, to the whole traumatic or like the triggers, it's like changing those memories too. So it's like allowing yourself to be like, Hey, it's okay. Like you're not in that same you know situation or like when you share a special memory with someone and you're like, Oh man, we used to use that, you know, Dawn soap. Mm-hmm. To wash dishes every night. Like, I'm never going to use Dawn soap again. And it's like, why, why, like, why are you doing that? Let's create a new memory with it. You know, mm-hmm. like, don't sit here and when you hear that song on the radio that triggers you to think of the time that, you know. That's exactly what I was thinking about yeah, right like now. Like a song. Yeah. Like a song that's like, every time it's like, I fucking hate this song. And, you yep. know, I was like, I don't want to hear it ever again. You I'm watch that show, huh? Sinner. That's what happens in Sinner. When, she, when she hears finish. the song, she, she attack, she'll attack you. Oh, uh, wow. See, I yeah, didn't finish. And it was... <laughs> Once again, just fuck my Netflix recommendations. It's okay. I watched. Um, I'm still waiting on my list, so I don't watched, even I talk. Watched some, I watched some other bullshit you told me to watch. It's nothing I tell you to watch is bullshit. First of all, I watched some other bullshit. <laughs> yeah, trust me. No, but no. Have you seen you? Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Have you seen you? Mm-mm. You have got to watch you. What made you watch it? Uh, it was recommended was on Netflix. Somebody recommended. No, 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 no. Somebody, somebody recommended, recommended it. Netflix was like, this is a 98% match for you. Mm-hmm. Like, bet. What does that mean? I, I watch, as much as I watch Netflix, Just I'd be based, confused. Based off what you, what you, you normally watch. look at. Really? Like, this, mm-hmm. a, this is a 98% match for the genres that you're into. Which, I don't, you which is kind of weird stuff. because I don't <laughs> think I've watched anything like you before. What is it about? It's about a stalker. Yeah, stalker. This girl, you, com- this girl comes. Into, I'm yeah. just, this girl comes into a bookstore, and, and the guy, the guy helps her, and he's like, "I'm gonna stalk this chick." 
Mm-hmm. And he does. It's not scary though. No. He he like analytic so he like analyzes everything. Like she, instead of paying with cash, she paid with card, and he's like, oh, she purposely paid with card, so um, I can know, her, know name. her name. Yeah. So then he like Google's her, finds out where her address is, and like. Oh, isn't it crazy? I mean, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one scene. Um, so there's a scene that like I was like, what the fuck? Excuse my language. Wow. But um, who are you talking to? I don't know who, she, I don't know who she's talking to. It's PG thirteen. I'm, try, I'm trying. I put, I put the E on, on all the episodes so they know. I'm trying. Um, the last time I did the this, did the show, my mom listened oh. and she was like, "You can't keep cursing. You have such a dirty mouth." And oh, I was okay. like, "I got you, mom." Okay, we'll be better. Um, this one's for you, mom. We'll be better. We'll be better. <laughs> um, but there's one episode where um, she's like masturbating. And he's watching her through the window and starts jacking off on the at like on the corner of the street. Just out, out just there. out there, just, just out masturbating. There. What was his reasoning? He was he's a fucking her. psycho. No, I'm saying. Oh, I thought he made. A, uh, I thought he reason. You know, made it rational for him to do that. Like he'd be like, "Oh, she wants me to see." No, oh no, no, no. He just you. like saw it and it just. I saw that screen cap. She was wearing green, a green and a green towel or some shit. I, it, I don't know. Yeah. Probably so. Yeah, I seen the screen cap. I, I didn't know what it was. Okay. I, I like it. Um, yeah. I'm surprised you watched it though. I mean, I, you have your reasons. It took me a while. You know what they say though, and it's and I like, I need to stop like analyzing things, but or overthinking. But they were like, if you been like people who binge watch shows are more likely to be depressed than people that don't. That's funny. I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't see how people like watch six or seven hours or something. Like I could watch maybe two, maybe three, and then I'm done. Like I, I can't can watch sit there and watch. Minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah she yeah, she can't she can't watch a whole show. I watched that whole season in one day. Oh, I can't you? do that. All ten episodes in one day. Damn, I can't okay. do that, man. I can well, only see, watch two episodes. I I had I had planned vacation, so mm-hmm. like I was going and I was gonna go somewhere. And after everything that happened, my mom was like, "I don't want you to go in because I told her I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go here." She's like, "Well, who do you know there? I don't know nobody there. I'm going I'm going for me. Like this the was best time this was know. a me trip." And she's like, "No, nah, after everything that's happened, I don't want you being alone." And I'm like, "You okay. gonna go gambling?" No, I was just gonna I was gonna go to Austin, go to Marble Falls down there, and and, and just kick it for a couple of days. Oh, but I, I'm, I'm like, look, mom, I'm not gonna harm myself. I don't have a drinking problem. I'm not doing any recreational drugs. Like, I'm okay. Damn. So you you're, just lied to your mom. <laughs> I don't. I I'm not going to harm myself. So you were going to you were going to not have fun. You you see you see my liquor cabinet. Totally there kidding. is no alcohol yeah, in there. That was, oh, the, nice. that was and, impressive. And I'm really not doing any recreational drugs. <laughs> so like I was telling the truth. That's nice. Okay. Is okay. that your resolution? To tell the truth? No. <laughs> to, to stop <laughs> drinking. Yeah. That's gonna be a tough resolution for you, sir. <laughs> wow, shade! You got a whole old palm tree. Wow, <laughs> hey, he's a palm tree giving you shade. See, this is what happens when I give you three weeks off. You come back on some bull. Damn, has it been three weeks? You you've been off for three weeks. I have, I have. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, how did you feel about? Did you listen to the last episode? Uh, I was kind of. I was honestly really nervous to listen to it. I don't blame you. Yeah. I was yeah. really nervous. It got, it got dark. Yeah. And it like the dark. title alone and like the picture of it. And I meant to listen to it actually before I came here just so I can. But, but yeah, it was, not it, was honest, it was honestly like I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was a little, I was a little nervous to, yeah. to listen. Yeah. So. That, that might be a good one for you to skip. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like that was, that was, that was my therapy really. Okay. That was, that was very therapeutic for me to, to kind of get that out. There's okay. different ways for therapy. Mm-hmm. Hey, is your I'm therapy I'll, religious I'll eventually. based? Huh? Is your therapy religious based? Like, is it like a church or are you actually going like... No, I went to the actual, like, psychiatrist. I went to group therapy every day. 
group therapy? Mm-hmm. Wow. Is it like in the movies? Uh, no. It's actually it's actually more comfortable than that. That one's a little. That's awkward to me, man. When I be seeing unless my movies. therapist is just awesome, mm-hmm. I highly like highly recommend her to level my group therapist. I highly recommend her to everyone um, that needs it. But um, she uh, she makes me feel super comfortable. So like even my first like first couple of days, because I'm very like shut down. Like even this is super hard for me. Um, but she would. She was like, it's okay, me. Like, let's get you settled in. Like, let's make a couple rounds and then you could, you know, tell me what your goal is today. So she would start off with small things and then eventually she would just like ask me questions until I came in one day and I was like, I had a terrible day yesterday and I would talk about it. Felt like you were talking to a friend at that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she, um, she did a really great job at like feeling me, like helping me feel comfortable, but it was also more so like learning different headspace activities and um she was always there with like i'd be like hey you know hey donna i i don't know what to do about this situation and she's like all right let's you know let's talk about talk about it like you know what would you guys do or um this is how we would handle it or you know let's you know break it down into like three different aspects and stuff like that um so she was really great at being able to break things down and then um yeah i was freaking out because they only approved like a certain number of days and i didn't know so, like, when it got down to my last four days, I was like, what the hell am I going to do after this? <laughs> um, but then I didn't know that I could do, like, individual therapy um, along with my group. So, I would start doing that. So, I did, like, individual therapy twice a week plus my group therapy. Um, and that was actually even better for me because individual, they, they hone in on, like, what the root cause of how you're feeling or how you're acting towards certain things. Um, which, I mean... For me, it was great just because, I mean, yeah, it was it was an awesome. 30 minutes? Um, for what? Individual? Yeah. An hour. Oh, hour? Even mm-hmm. a group? A group was three hours. 9.30 to 12.30. Damn. Mm-hmm. But the focus is not on you, though, so it's about different. No, it's, um, you hear different stories of different people and um, everyone's in there for a different, you know, reason. Is it bright in there? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like so big windows. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are there That's what I'm saying. It's not like on. Uh, there actually are. They always have tea. Um, I remember my, like my second day. I, I, I just feel refreshments calm people. <laughs> they they kind of do. But I remember my second day. I will never forget this, and this is the reason why I like started to open up. This one guy noticed me, and he was like, "I don't think you've had." It. He like interrupted everyone. He was like, "I don't think you've had a proper introduction. Here's some tea." <laughs> Wow. And he was like, yeah. and he was like, I'm talking specific, like, and then during, like, he was like, I'm talking specifically to one person. He was like, May, you really need to open up. You know, I know it's gonna take some time. And I was like, Man, he's he's right. Like, mm, I'm, that I'm made in me here. Close. <laughs> it wouldn't make me close up anymore. No, it, why are you putting me on the spot like that? It, it did, like, it did, and that was actually his last day there. So like, it, oh, wow. it oh, okay. was. Um, so I think that was his like. <laughs> But I, and and I loved it though, um, because one it made me kind of like step back. I was like, who the hell is this man talking to? Um, but then at the same time, I was like, he's right because I chose to come here. Mm-hmm. I chose to get this help, and the only thing I'm doing is just shutting myself off and mm-hmm. and and making it worse. Like I'm not talking about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I was able to even figure out like s- certain things as far as it started off with work, and then I realized that. It was also like the work-life balance. I wasn't getting, like, you know, some days I'd get off at midnight. Some days we had um, events at where we had have to, we would have to be there at five o'clock in the morning, and work, you know, twelve hours. 
So, I mean, there is, I mean, some days were great where we only had to work like four or five hours, but then on my days off, all I was doing was sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't doing anything to really benefit myself. I stopped working out as soon as I got the position. I stopped doing dance lessons. I stopped writing. Like I, everything I love to do, I stopped doing because of my job. I thought, I thought you got into it with somebody's um, husband or something because they were um, being awkward and stiff when you were trying to dance with them recently. Mm-hmm. So you just started back. You just started back. I just started back into it. Yeah. What type of dance? Um, I so I want to do. I've done salsa. I've been dancing since I was three. Um, I did salsa already, and now I'm really focused on bachata. Mm. So I'm doing salsa for like warm up, and then I do bachata um, because I want to do professional dancing. You want to do professional Mm -hmm. dance? You want to be an instructor, or do you want to dance? No, I want to go and perform. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You'll go back to New York. I'm pretty sure no. it's easier there. Oh. No, no, no. I just want to like do competitions. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. You did you did gymnastics, right? Mm-hmm. You, you I was a gymnastics coach. Oh, you got Different. hurt doing? <laughs> you, did, you got hurt? What did you? What, what got you hurt? Uh, dancing when I was thirteen. What the fuck? Seriously? Mm-hmm. I did. Um, I did a kick routine. We were doing a kick routine, and I didn't stretch beforehand, so I went. I kicked too high, mm. and I pulled my disc out. Stretching is important, guys. Stretch. I think that's something that bothered me when I went to go hoop this morning. One of the dudes that I like playing with. Especially if you're over 30. You got to uh, stretch. <laughs> damn. Wow. One of the dudes that I like hooping with, he's actually I, 28. I actually stretch on a daily basis, whether I do anything or not. Yeah, when you wake up, that's the first thing you should do. Drink yeah. water, stretch. Yeah. But. This, what, what stretch? Drink water and stretch. Oh, I thought you said tree water stretch. I said, what's that? Mm, no. No. Don't get, in, don't get in his bag <laughs> like that. Don't get in his bag like that. I like hooping with this guy, and I haven't seen him in two weeks. So it was kind of it kind of bothered me when I went to go play in there because like he's one of the only people that actually play both sides of the ball. He'll play defense, he'll play offense. And I saw someone. I was like, man, where Dustin at? They're like, oh man, you ain't heard. He pulled his MCL. And I'm like, man, what the fuck is wrong with these people lately? Like this shit. Like it's hard to hear when people do things like that because it's like I know it's gonna be hard to bounce back because there's no money behind it to motivate them like you know like somebody in the NFL MCLs are so easy to get I had a torn MCL I know but some people just man the older they get they 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 get into those moments where they pull an MCL meniscus whatever and it just freaks them out it's all mental no matter how easy it is to bounce back literally your meniscus heals itself how long not that long. I got a steroid shot and I was good in a couple of weeks. Like literally, you just have to make sure you stretch and I wrap my knees. But a woe is me person is going to milk it. They're going to be saying, tender yeah. on it. You, I mean, the older you get, obviously, I was also like 14 when I tore my meniscus. Yeah. yeah. He's 28 years old, so it may make take him six weeks, you know, compared to your two weeks. I don't know. But it's but- a sh- I mean, hopefully he gets better. I'm just saying. But they they were basically saying, oh, he said he's not, he's never coming back to play basketball. And I'm here. I'm like, what the fuck? Like that shit. Yeah. Like it's just. It's like it's I just, just quit. I quit. I give up. Yeah, it's just. I, if it was a torn ACL, absolutely, it would take you a long time. It to definitely get back. was MCL. Yeah. That's what they said. If MCL. it was an, a men, your meniscus is mm-hmm. the it literally heals itself. Look it up. Heals itself. No, I believe you. I yeah. mean, I just I but when I hear stuff like that, I think about you know stretching and and mm-hmm. making sure that you actually go get some steroid shots. You worn out. If you're listening. Pineapple. Everybody ain't just running around here taking steroid shots. I, no, I, I, hate, I hate to break it to you, okay? Clinical or otherwise. Nobody's just out here, yeah, I'm going to go get these roids. Literally, just go to your orthopedic, have them stick a needle in your knee, First of all, everybody doesn't have an orthopedic. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. When I first There's a lot of people girl, still going to the same doctor that I've seen them since they was a baby. 
I swear, one of the first things I ever asked her was you, because you was going in and out of doctors, you know, for personal mm-hmm. reasons. And I was like, you were your doctors on the first night basis, right? And <laughs> she just said her fucking therapist's name, Donna. I'm sitting here like, wow, it's all come to the light now. But maybe I that's see, just her personality. But no, she went on the first night basis with her other doctors. Well, that's what she told me. Was I? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, that's that's responsible, but at the same time, I guess. I mean, I'm grown and they're grown too. I understand you have a doctor, but they don't call me Miss May when I walk in there. What's wrong with that? It's not a bad. Ch- like change it in your phone, <laughs> so I know but, it's real. But I, but that, but that's that's cool though. I think um, the fact that you actually took time off and you just aren't out here just acting like you're an advocate for uh, mental health is pretty cool to, you know based on the fact that you're actually going to it it sucks that you have to go what's your goal on as far as when it's going to be over as long as it takes I don't have a goal okay. I'm not for that my, when it comes to my mental health and I realized because I so I didn't oh <laughs> sorry take, take, take your time take your time <laughs> so tough so the reason like me going to therapy, I was... Um, First and foremost, this is your business. I know. You don't have to explain it to nobody. I know. But I think it's an, I think it's important, one, because there's a lot of people out there that are either suffering from the same thing or um, are scared to admit that they're going through what I went through. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it takes a lot. And I mean, I've literally... I've had depression on and off since I was... Since my father passed away. Mm-hmm. I... Um, I tried cutting myself when I was 10. I still have the scar on my arm from that moment. Um, I have a scar on my thigh from doing it. So, I mean, like, I've I've been through it. I've been at my worst where I, like, my mom literally, when I was, I don't, I, I want to say, like, 10 or 12, um, she walked into the bathroom because I, was, I wasn't answering, and I was underneath the water, like, I and fall, fell asleep underneath Damn. the water. Mm-hmm. And so, she, like, that's the that's what I went through, right? Like, you know, as a kid. And so it was tough for me to... And, like, slowly as I got older, I just realized that bad things were always going to happen to me. Um, like, me, my father passing away took a ton out of me. Um, and it's for all the right reasons, you know, God rest his soul, but it, it is what it is. Um, but, like, it made me so numb to things happening. So every time something, nu- like, something bad happened to me, I was like, oh, that's just me. Like, I attract bad things, like... It's supposed to happen. I'm just supposed to like forget it and move on mm-hmm. until this last time. Cause I was in such a great space for about like two years. And then, um, I'm t- I felt like so trapped at work that b- before, cause I was on vacation. And when I came back from vacation that Sunday, um, that Saturday, actually I took a sleeping pill cause I didn't want to wake up. And then it got worse because Sunday I woke up the Sunday morning. I woke up. I wanted to take another sleeping pill to go back to sleep. And so when I like, I kind of had a revelation because I was like, I have so much faith in, like, surprisingly, I have so much faith in God, but at that very moment, I had no faith. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like woke up and I was like, what are you doing? Like, one, it's a sin to commit suicide, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. number two, there's like, at the end of the day, I know my mom and my brother care about me. Like, forget everybody else in the world. Like, I know my mom and my brother will be devastated if I commit suicide. Mm hmm. And so, like, those two things alone were the, were, was what, like, woke me up. And I was like, you have to get help. You got to get help. Like, I don't care if you sit in bed all day and cry. Like, cry your eyes out. But tomorrow morning when they open, first thing you're going to do is call and get help. 
So that's what I did. I called. As soon as I woke up, I called. And I went in right away. Um, and I got the help that I needed. Those were prescription sleeping pills, right? Um, no. Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How long did you sleep? Um, I couldn't even tell you. Was it good? <laughs> that's what that's you what I'm like. To? That's what I'm like because like I I went and got melatonin and then like the first night I was like oh this Melaton- works. Melatonin is healthy for you though. Yeah, yeah. It worked the first night. Mm-hmm. Since then, y'all do shit. I'm eating them like M and M's. But melatonin is healthy for you. You can take it. There's actually so there's a better one. It's over the counter, and it's drops. So you put a drop on your tongue. What is um, it it's melatonin, oh, but it's it's down. a liquid. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Cause it's, look like 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 yeah. I'll sleep maybe four hours, mm-hmm. and since I've been off, I've been able to get like a 30, 45 minute nap during the day. Yeah. But I'm going back to work tomorrow, so you know these four hours of sleep that I get tonight is just gonna. How long have you been off? I worked. I worked the. I worked New Year's Eve. That's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay, so you just after that she was just off. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that. you was off for like two weeks or something. What are you talking? About? I mean, the way that yeah, that, that, was, that, was that a, week shook down. Yeah, I ended up. Was, I ended up just working like one day. I think it was two days after Christmas I worked. Yeah, that Thursday. and But, yeah, I basically worked two days in probably the past two, three weeks. Okay, okay. So, yeah, you slept good, I bet you. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> I still kept waking up um, in between it all. Um, because, like, even with, like, melatonin, I'll take it, but I'll, like, wake up every couple of hours. But that's just me. But it's like, not the full wake up yeah. and I'm alert. It's mm-hmm. like I can still go back, go back to, sleep. to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Melatonin is super healthy though. Like I, that, and so I switched to melatonin. Now I don't have any more sleeping pills. Um, I take melatonin whenever. It's good to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I I had to because I was like, I mean, if I ever, I don't want to ever come down to that low to where I'm like, screw it and take the entire pack. So, um, for me, like as bad as it sounds, but I'm like, I really want to focus on like my mental health. I started getting mental, like, um, self-help books and stuff like that. So you're down with the self-help books. I love them. Mm. Bro, the self-help book is the equivalent of a Joel Osteen motivational speech. Honest, it is. (laughs) It really really is. is. (laughs) It really is. There's, there's one, um. What Joel be saying some shit though. I can't lie. Joel do be saying some shit. I'm with her today. They, he motivates. Oh, you did? Yeah. It's still packed. It's like yeah. I mean, you know, church is packed like the gym is packed when the year starts. Yeah, that's Makes true. Sense. Up until Easter, huh? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Hmm. Um, there's one book that you should check if you haven't. If you like self help books, um, it's called "Unfuck Yourself from Your uh, Brain and Into Your Life." Mm-hmm. Um, good question. <laughs> <laughs> I probably even said the title incorrectly. <laughs> But um, if you type in like "unfuck yourself" yeah, from Russell, your brain, Russell Brand promotes that book a lot. I, for a while, I thought he wrote it. Oh, no, this is a different book. This is the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, it's different. That one's a good one too. Yeah, that's good. Um, it's funny how that book is is so popular and it's, it's trended for so long, but people still manage to give a fuck more than ever about the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really so like there's one part one of my favorite parts in that book. It talks about like unwilling and willingness. Mm-hmm. And so, um, essentially like you wake up and you're like, Oh, I can't do this or I'll never, you know, open up a business or buy a house or whatever the case is, but it comes down to what are you willing to do? Are you willing to save the the money that you need for the down payment for the house? If you're not, then it's okay. You can say, Hey, I'm unwilling to do it. And it like just retrains your brain to be like, okay, 
you're not you're not willing to do it. It's okay. It's not that you can't do it. You're just unwilling to you're do just it. Just a lazy piece of shit. Jesus, <laughs> I'm glad you're not a psychologist, man. Or, or an a author. person that writes self help. I was just about to say, or an author. Horrible. Terrible. But anyways, <laughs> can you cut his mic off? <laughs> oh my god. Last thing I want to do is read your self help book. Right. <laughs> the first page. Why did you even buy this book? Uh, but and see in that in the book that I was talking about, he's like very blunt. So he's like, look, if you're not gonna read this and actually apply like stop reading right now like give it to somebody else literally in the first like couple pages he's that's like how, give it to someone else was. that that short one the short they, one yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh how to make shit happen they're they're good books and then um the power of the subconscious mind is mm-hmm. a really good book um that one just talks about how you like kind of manipulate like you know when you see something or when you have a trigger you're automatically super negative about it mm-hmm. um i can't wear yellow anymore because you know yellow reminds me of Big Bird, Big Bird, yeah. terrifying. Or, or, or like you, or like you say, you'll see something on yeah. social media, and you know, you'll say, you know what, that I don't like that, that, and I'm, I'm done for the day. I'm, I I'm getting it. in the bed. I'm, you know, deleted you, it. Deleted what? My app. Which one? All my social media. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. For a little while. Um, I haven't had Snapchat in a really long time. For a good like month and a half, two months. More than that, but okay. Probably so. You, you you could get away with not missing Snapchat. Yeah, definitely. That's why I kind of like it more. I like it a little more because I mean, you once you follow so many people on Instagram, <laughs> you gotta deal with so much bullshit. Like people are fucking retarded, man. Bro, people are retarded. I've been I, muting people so much, man. You know, I my mute, feed is so direct right I now. I muted Jay. Yeah, huh? I muted Asshole. Jay. <laughs> I just I just didn't have time for this bullshit. Wow. I, I, mean, um, I just. I, I, I just hate when people ask me questions about stuff that I don't want to be, you know, I'm like, well, let me mind my business. So if I don't know about it, can't ask me about so it. Yeah, funny, that makes sense. Funny yeah. thing. And so I'm going to, I'm going to re-download my app just so I can put this on there for you, you know, to help promote. Okay. I appreciate, um, appreciate that. But there's, a, so I got a DM. <laughs> I always send, I always send him my DMs because they're, they're hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> they're hilarious. <laughs> they're so funny. Um, but this one guy, I never met him a day in my life. And I'm very, like, sometimes I'll, I'll be really polite until you cross the line. So if you're responding to my story, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, shut the F up. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so like one day, one day he just randomly DM'd me and he, he's always responding to my story and I'll just be like, LOL or ha or, you know, whatever. And, um, he goes, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, Oh, I'll probably like, I'm more than likely going to be super busy. What's up? And he's like, um, oh, I wanted to see if I could take you out. And I was like, I didn't respond. Didn't respond. Um, and then he DMs me again and he's like, um, are you back? He's like, are you back, babe? And I didn't respond. And then um, I can't remember. I can't remember if he responded again or I just automatically responded. But I was like, um, sorry for the late reply, but I was trying to figure out a polite way to tell you not to call me, babe, because I've never met you a day in my life. I don't want to go out with you and I'm not interested. And so he responded. I can't remember what he, I think he said like, LOL, okay, or something. He ends up deleting like all his messages. And apparently when you delete messages off of Instagram, they all like, your part will go away. Really? But my part will stay. So it looks like you're talking to yourself. Exactly. So I accidentally, I I was scrolling through and I accidentally hit on his message. And I was like, what the hell, who's this? And I noticed the name. I was like, oh, this motherfucker, like he deleted (laughs) all his messages. So it looks like I'm just talking to myself. Mm-hmm. Good lord. It was so funny. I, I also didn't realize that how much of a trigger it was calling a woman babe or babe that 
you know, isn't comfortable with you referring to her that way. Pineapple does it all the time. But that's, I was just about to say, like, but see, when a woman does it, I I find it to be motherly. It don't, it don't bother me. But like uh, what a guy does it, like I didn't if, know y'all about it to be a, a creep. calls me baby, but I don't, have I'm not like it's it's weird cuz when I when I do and you can correct me if I'm wrong cuz I don't notice it all the time, but a majority of times when I do it, I'm like, "Hey babe," like to a waitress or to a waiter. I'm like, "Hey babe, thanks babe. Thanks love. Like, hey love." But it's not um, what are you doing, babe? Like I don't just text people randomly it's and not say, sexual. "What are you doing?" Yeah, just, it, it like, immediately comes yeah. sexual. So I'm not going to sit here and text Jay and be like, "What are you doing, babe?" I don't even text you like I, I don't text I don't. you and say what are you doing like that's just he hates that by the way that you don't he wants um, that he wants that familiarity darn calling him babe not gonna get it by the way. <laughs> wow first yeah, of all this was all fair conversation yeah. but first you know we all. keep on but it's kind of like you know if I see the waiter and I say hey my man's you know come here I'm not saying my man's come here you know I'm just you know referring to him it's as a, different, a man I yeah. mean some people don't like it I don't mind it if it's like thanks babe hey babe but if you're like Say what are babe, you doing, babe? Doing yeah. yeah. Hey, babe. It, it like, changes everything. It changes everything. That makes Completely sense. changes everything. Um, because if I, let's say I was in a relationship and my boyfriend saw that message, why is he calling you, babe? How do you, you know what I mean? Like, it just, there's certain lines you can't cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's cultural differences too. Mm-hmm. And just being open-minded. I, it started when I, when I lived in New York because at work we say mi amor a lot mm-hmm. to customers. So I'd be like, hola, mi amor. Como estas, mi amor? Gracias, that, that would make me feel good mm-hmm. you know? and so it's crazy so when I came down here and when I would speak Spanish um, I would say mi amor a lot too mm-hmm. but um, Houston is predominantly Mexican and like a lot of Mexicans were like yo don't call me mi amor like that does something to me and I'm like oh so I had to learn to take that mi See, amor that's, off that's the Mexican in me mm-hmm. mi amor mm-hmm. does something to me <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I just I just don't know, Jay. You're on a roll tonight. You're on a roll, man. I cannot. You're on a roll. Mexican, Mexican, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> I wanted to get you guys in the mind of a stalker again because I just thought about something when mm-hmm. you brought it up. Okay. Um. So it's it's obviously. Oh, let, me, let me think about what I'm gonna say here. It's obviously more prone for women to have stalkers, right? Women tend to have stalkers more than men. I don't know the stats. Honestly, I, w- I would say that women are just better stalkers and men don't know it. Honestly. <laughs> we, we just can't yeah, identify that we're damn. being stalked. Honestly, I I think women I think women are a little crazy. And this is me being okay, a female. Let's uh let's talk about okay, there's a certain type of stalking. There's a stalking and you're trying to figure out something about somebody you're dealing with, and there's a stalking obsession with someone. Meaning like like that guy was in your DMs. Mm-hmm. Like that tra- that transfers over to stalkers a lot of time. Uh, or really. does it? No. Uh, th- and that's why I'm asking. Yeah. I, I mean, so but you then don't... again, I'm a different. My my mentality is completely. Do different. you think that that's why? Like, let's just think about the the IG models or whatever, mm-hmm. and you know those people. Do you think that's why they're so mean to their male fans or fans in general because they're scared that they or they've dealt with stalkers before by being nice because i mean people see you and automatically feel like well if she's nice to me she must like me cuz she's mm-hmm. she's she's nice looking Absolutely. so if she's not being a bitch she then likes she likes me yeah, because that that's sense. what that's what the norm is starting to be for attractive women it's and it's tough because i as you know like a lot of people were very intimidated by me mm-hmm. when they like as soon as they meet me they're like oh i don't want to talk to her and even probably a couple months ago i had one of my coworkers and she was like um, she was like, did you do something to him? And I was like, no, what do you mean? She was like, he didn't even want to come introduce himself to you. He was like scared to come meet you. 
And I was like, no, I'm just a, I'm like always laughing, smiling. Like I just have super positive energy no matter where I go. Um, cause it attracts customers, number one. Um, but it also intimidates a lot of people cause people are like, dang, like she's not going to like me. She's way too happy. Um, like, I don't know what to say to her. How do I be on Like, how am I supposed to be on her level? Um, so it's, it's weird. It's weird. It exposes their own insecurities. She's way too happy. I know I'm not that happy of a person. Mm-hmm. I need to stay clear from and her. She needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> she to be that happy about. But then again, no. on when I'm per- like on a personal, when I'm not at work, I'm bitch. I know. I know. And again, that's something he likes about you. So you just keep that up Dang. as well. Wow. He's, he's playing matchmaker, doctor. I don't know what he's doing. Doctor matchmaker. Because he doesn't here. want to do that. Um, you I'm don't just, want to do that on air. I'm just saying that he wants he wants you to call him babe and. Cuss him out in the same conversation. Wow. Willie, it's kind of sadist. That's Willie, like sadist, Willie, babe. Okay. That sounds weird. Anyways, next subject. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just, I feel like that's a, yeah, next subject. But stalkers, though. When you, so you so have you ever had a stalker, Jay? Yes, actually. Oh my God, really? Yes, actually. How does that work? Well, I mean... I'm just trying to get the dynamic of it because I'm, I'm thinking about this show. The show is in my head now, oh, and then I'm thank thinking, you. Of, yeah, and then I'm thinking about like just put it like this. It depends. I on wonder why put. people are so mean to each other, and I think, and I just it just got me to thinking just now when you're sitting here and you're saying like you're nice, and I've seen you in public. You mm-hmm. you know you're a generally nice person, but I wonder why people are so mean to people, and I'm starting to think like maybe they just don't want people obsessing over them just because they were nice to them. So for me, I I can be rude or I am rude to people because of that like whole um if you're nice to people if you're if I'm I've had so many people like oh why are you flirting or like they'll take it the wrong way and it's because they think I'm flirting because the world's so cruel now and I'm like I'm not flirting I'm just being genuinely polite like I'm being friendly with you so I literally went from being super friendly and polite um and like shout out to like two exes ago um when that was never mind but Jesus Christ. He yeah, honestly, not, not what so. the hell was that? He yeah. taught me. I'm, 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 I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> no, I'm just saying he taught me so much as far as like, because I'd be so friendly. He's like, yo, you can't be so friendly sometimes because people take it the wrong way. In like Houston he, or New York? In Houston. Okay. He, he, before I left to New York, he taught me, he taught me a lot. Mm. And so I really appreciated that just because it like opened up my mind to not be so vulnerable or to be so like naive to certain things. Cause I can sit here and be like, Hey babe, how are you doing today? And automatically people are like, oh, she's into me. Um, I got a chance. Babe. Yeah. yeah. I got a chance. I'm going to sit here and make my move. And it's like, nah, bro, like chill. It's a bit psychotic yeah. if you ask me. But then again, I, I'm starting to like see both sides of it because like I said, we're in a cruel ass world we live in. It's, right? all bro, about, it's really about When you vibes. watch the first episode of You, you'll realize, okay, I understand why women think men are crazy because we are crazy. Because everything, everything that he does is like... I'm, even 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 just speaking for myself, everything that he did from like the first two episodes, it was like that's not far that far fetched of a of a theory. Like it's not like he went way out of his way. Like stalked her social media to see where she was at. He mm-hmm. popped up there. 
Mm-hmm. And see know, how, but you see how easy not, that's not far You see what you just said? Let me stalk her social media. Some people do that shit casually now. Yeah. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? And for me, I stopped posting where I'm at. That shit dangerous. Until after, that. until either after I go there or I won't post at all. Like, I really don't post where I go or what I'm doing because of that specific reason. See? Because people have I po- popped up If I up post, I, I post when I'm what leaving. What you said? What's the last I'm, thing I'm you said? Because people have popped up before. I was telling you that the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, bro, man, I don't be letting people know where I'm at. That shit is, man, that shit. And I, I don't even, I ain't never been with no stalker. Know. And literally. I might pop up and pop you. Wow. <laughs> there was like, and, and it's, I don't know if like you guys have ever, I don't I guess you guys, you guys don't post your face too much though. Um, but like for me. It's cause we're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't tell her that. She go, uh, don't do that. But no, go ahead. Um, but like, there's been a couple, not even just once. There's been a couple times where I'm like, and even my roommate, she, she gets it more than I do. Um, should they like walk up and be like, Oh, I know you from Instagram. And they'll like call out my Instagram name, and I'm like, uh, this is like, who are you? And they'll tell, and they'll tell me their Instagram name, and I'm like, all right, (laughs) I'm supposed to know, like, no, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna look you up and block you later. (laughs) That's oh, Tears and Toes twenty three, what's up, (laughs) baby? (laughs) But all that intertwined though, that's one of the reasons why I don't feel I don't feel the need to have these personal social medias because that shit that shit could fuck you over. Like I know people that are so active on social media that when they leave their house, their house gets broken too. And they, you know, they kind of like wonder, wonder like, why maybe it's because I, niggas knew I wasn't home. True story. My cousin, he was dating this chick and you know, he, he's one of those big social media posters. So, you know, posts on social media. And then one day we sitting there, we running a game of 2k and he gets pictures to his cell phone of the girl he's dating. And they're, they're her nudes. And, and like, it's from some random number and it's, and you know, he's trying to figure it out. You know, he calls the girl and she's like, yeah, I did some nude modeling Mm and told you about, I did some nude modeling, but it's kind of like, you know, that's the kind of life that you, that you Mm -hmm. put yourself in when you're posting your significant other and and where you're at. Like, you know, people people who have those vendettas against you, there, there's some ammunition. Let me, oh, she looks familiar. I've probably seen her on Pornhub or something, you know, shout out to Pornhub. So I mean, you know, privacy is a pretty essential to trying to live a normal life i don't if you notice like in an uh, it's weird but i don't post a lot of pictures with like friends or even my family because of that main reason like i don't need you to know who my mom is uh my brother i posted a couple pictures of my brother but i will never tag him he has instagram i don't tag him he doesn't like you're protective he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't like any of my stuff i don't like any of it like i don't need anybody to know who my brother is I don't need anybody to know who my mom is. Like that's that's my like yeah. I am very protective, super protective. Um, but yeah, for sure. That shit creepy. Man. See, like like my Facebook is really close to the cuff. It's supposed to be for family, right? Like like the majority the majority of the people I have there, I know on a personal, personal. level. I, I've I've met everybody that I have there. Damn, no mistake about nice. that. But it's on a personal level. But even to that point, like my sister tagged me in pictures of my niece. My other sister tagged me in pictures of my niece and nephews. I like. And I have those approvals there. It's like, I don't always approve them. Because, like, I don't want people to go to my page and see, oh, that's Peyton. Peyton goes to this school. Mm-hmm. You know? And, I mean, I, I pray to God, you know, nobody has that vendetta against me. You know, but at the same time, it's... Don't smile me like <laughs> that. But at the same time, I don't want to give you that avenue to provide you, oh, I know how to hurt Jay. Here's 100 pictures of his niece that his sisters tagged him mm-hmm. in. He definitely loves her. And she goes to this school, you know, I'm going to roll up on it. Like, I don't, I don't want to give them that avenue. 
If you, anybody, if you if got anybody, problems with Ric Flair, you go see Ric Flair. That's oh. why I don't. That's why I don't have my oh. real name on um on social media. That's why what? My real name's not on there. Oh, okay. I go by Mo. I will forever go by Mo. And for anybody listening, don't think for one second that you're not important enough for somebody to do these things to you. I mean. It's a lot it of people happens. that are just average Joes out there that are dealing with stalkers. And I'm guessing you, she's just an average person, right? Yep. Or is she like a, a famous person in her world? Who? This girl that on you that's being stalked. That's being stalked. Is she famous? Or she's just, she just a normal no, girl? No, she's just oh, average. She's a normal she's girl. Average. And, and people, people tend to forget it's not just celebrities that get stalked. Like, it's probably... Never mind. That's going to creep people the, the, the What was the, <laughs> Spider, the Spider-Man movie with Jamie Foxx? Oh, um, that, well, uh, yeah, the Amazing yeah. Spider-Man too. He, he just he helped him out, you yeah. know. Hey, and he was already obsessed with the man. Yeah. Now the man helped him out. Now he think they're best friends. Yep, yep. That's creepy, man. That's real creepy. And uh, I guess, I guess, I guess my mind linked on to that because it, that's all to me. That's all mental. And and it's just if you think about the if you were to describe the psychological well the psyche of America right now, how would you say your average American is right now? Just based on what you've seen in the past two years. I mean, for me, I believe that most Americans right now are real paranoid and like, and like on edge, and it's like for no reason. And then, like the statistics for people with like even mental health disabilities or anxiety or depression have been raised. I imagine it, they go up every year. I imagine, and when, and when I say paranoid, high it's not schoolers. In the... High schoolers have more anxiety than um, yeah. than uh, y'all's age. Yeah, and they say something they compared it to people like in psych wards in like the sixties and fifties. Mm-hmm. Talk about like Absolutely. it's it's ridiculous. And like I said, when I say paranoid, that's not even just on some stalker shit. Because even though I say you anybody is susceptible to having a stalker, I mean like people don't even believe shit anymore. Like you tell somebody a straight up fact and they question everything. And it's like, bro, like chill out, like two plus two really is four. And people, <laughs> you ain't gotta overthink that one. Yeah, that's what that's the perfect word. I think like that's what that's what society does now. Like they overthink shit. Everybody's like super negative. It's just weird to me at where we are. In a world where, to me, like we have so many more opportunities now, and it almost feels like it's overwhelming for people, and like they can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like I said, man, like I went to the mall the other day, and like the energy that I get from people in person, it was I would almost bet my life on it. If I went to that same person's social media account, they'd be the most positive, bubbly person in the world. But then when I see these people in, in person, they just seem so down and out. Like they, I'm just saying, like it's crazy. Like, like. Talk about customer service. Like, mm-hmm. you go to a cashier at Foot Locker back in the day, five, seven years ago, even. They, you know, they'd be, they'd be happy to have a job at Foot Locker. Be, you know, kind yeah. of you, come, you come in the door. What can I help you with? You know, now you got to keep this in mind when next time I go into a shoe store, man. Them people no, be looking miserable. It's true. Even at like, and it bugs me so much. I understand you work at, you know, a fast food chain. Nobody told you to work there. If you don't like, start applying at different jobs. Get, Chick-fil-A. get out of there. Get Chick-fil-A. out of there. Go to Chick-fil-A. Because they do something. <laughs> Bruh. They I, do something. They do something. I swear to God, I pull up to Chick-fil-A. My food ain't ready. We they, have a full-blown conversation. Dog. Oh, I'm getting ready to go to college. They where, make, they, yeah. where are you going? What are you studying? Like, I really made a connection with this person. Why they just, you know, putting my chicken nuggets together? But that's, I mean, honestly, that's where the world is going to. It's going to customer service and um, it's going in that direction. Customer service. Customer service has always been important. And always. that's basically if if you have shitty customer service, I guarantee your business is gonna fail. Absolutely, that's why like VOCs being on um, JD Power is so important and stuff like that. It's all it's all about customer service. Makes sense to me. I have no problem with it. I just I just I'm just scared for like my son's generation because I feel like they're so socially awkward that they won't be able to 
hold those customer service jobs down effectively because all they know is how to communicate with people through, through digital media. and social media. Like, it's, dude. We're going to have a socially awkward world. <laughs> very. So I'm telling you, give it about maybe like, I mean, shit, even on Bandersnatch, that dude was fucking weird as shit. You know why? All he fucking did was sit in front of his computer programming but it, games. I mean, it also has a lot to do with um, like your past and like the way that you were raised and stuff like that. And oh, that's definitely. why it's so important. Like going through therapy has made me realize like, because I felt so trapped at work. Mm-hmm. I felt super trapped at work. I felt like no matter what I did and what I said would would like make anybody happy. And it had a lot to do with myself also. I mean, granted, the, the support that I was getting at work wasn't what I needed um, to be successful or to be even, even more successful, I feel like. Um, but it had a lot to do with also like me and the fact that growing up, I never had that support growing up either. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So it has it has a lot to do with like both how you're how you're raised and and like the love and the support that you get as a kid, and it grows into like your life and your your success and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I agree. Being a parent isn't easy at all. Just I know oh, some. Right. I'm just saying some people. Say, I hear people like kind of like criticize parents at times, and I've always said this: the younger parents are always going to be a little bit shittier. And, and that's not always the truth. I mean, based on the R. Kelly situation, I don't know how, how young those girls are that supposedly, I guess, maybe were sold off to them. And um, I just only imagine that those parents were either were either single parents, they were young parents, they were naive. That's an excuse, though. I'm, I'm just saying, excuse. oh, I mean, yeah, it, yeah it may be an excuse, but you got to think about something. You get your mind, you get your, you get your, put your, your yourself in the mind of a parent that has an attractive daughter. Now, think about your parent not even being mentally stable. Because a lot of these people that are mentally unstable, that are going around raising these kids, you got to think about this shit. Like, I'm not talking about excuses. I'm talking about the reality is you got a lot of unstable parents out here that aren't being checked. And they're raising kids and they're putting putting them in these environments. This fucked up. And then even add to that, here you are living paycheck to paycheck. <sighs> and this millionaire thinks your daughter's cute. That's scary, man. That's a scare, and that's and there, there's no way, you know, Sorry. honestly, there's no way to vet that because you can't stop somebody from having a child. I'm just saying you can't. I need to, you know, and that, you see, there needs to be some qualifications. But you got to think about, you really got to think about both sides of the picture, and there's not it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, just not, it sounded a lot better in my head, but then I was like, no, go ahead, and say it. And I was gonna say, you know how like whenever you're like when women get pregnant and they go to the doctor, mm-hmm. it should. They should have like a evaluation, <laughs> and if not, like automatically. Yeah, I'm just, I mean, I'm. It sounds fucked up, but just think about. It's, 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 kind of, yeah. but it's like okay, I need y'all to pass this mental exam before y'all can procreate. But you also have to realize, so like. But you realize up, that the poorest of people are the ones that are. That's true. Yeah. Because they have nothing else to do. But does that make a world a better place? But it's not even that they have nothing else to do. They can't afford to get the education about like you know, condoms and like safe sex or what can happen and stuff like that. It's just like, like my mom was, my grandmother was 16, Mm. I think when she got married or pregnant. And then my mom was 19. So automatically in my head and let my, my great grandmother was 13, literally. So in my head, I was like, Oh, by like 20, I have to be married. I have to have kids. Like that was my mentality. And so I got married. Thankfully I didn't have any kids, but I like, I was going in that path because that's what I thought was right. Gotcha, gotcha. And it also has to do with, like, for me, it's, like, foreign parents, right? Like, you know, being... Me- and that's another thing, too, though, is a lot of people aren't safe to sit here and be like, oh, I'm depressed or whatever the case is mm. because foreign parents are 
what do you mean you're depressed? Like, that's just in your head. Get up. Come on. Like, yeah, it move, comes from a tougher move, road a lot move. of times. I yeah. Mean, mm-hmm. you, you on that side of the road, it's a lot tougher, you know? Because they, they look back at, oh, you ain't, you ain't been through half of what yeah. I went through. We had bombs getting dropped in our yeah, backyard. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and I, I bring up the R. Kelly thing to basically say that while we bash R. Kelly, we got to, not even bashing, but while we criticize R. Kelly, we got to start criticizing parents too. And like I said, I know parenting isn't easy, but you can't sleep on the fact that a lot of these everybody's at fault. Yeah, a yeah, lot of absolutely. Fault, except the children. The pa- yeah, the parents are <laughs> the parents and R. Kelly are both. First of all, R. Kelly obviously knew better, and then the parents. What the fuck? Yeah, like that's to know we live in a world where we don't even live in that world anymore. That was. That was know, years yeah, yeah. ago. Oh That's, no, that shit just happened in uh, Louisville, uh, University of Louisville. Well, no, but I'm saying like R. Kelly's situation oh, was like yeah, yeah. years ago, where there was multiple parents getting away with it. Oh yeah. yeah oh, here's yeah. my 13 year old daughter. Make her go. into a star, right? It started with I think Brooke Shields, right? My God, that shit was yeah. I think like in the 70s. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's don't get me started on Hollywood pedophile, yeah, pedophile ring, but it, it's fucked up either way. Um, why you be going to therapy? Have they been talking about your OCD? <laughs> that, so surprising. I have really bad OCD. Um, but it has a lot to do with my anxiety. I noticed. So like mm. I'm, so a part of therapy also is learning your triggers and figuring out what kind of like freaks you out. And so a, a lot of things that I'm learning is like multitasking, right? Multitasking is not something that anyone is scientifically able to do. Correct. You sit here and you go from one task to another task to another task, like focus on one thing. Take one thing that you're great at, do that, be awesome at it, and then move to the next. Yeah. You cannot sit here and do eight things at once and expect to to be an amazing flawless person. Flawless yeah, yeah. to be great. And to be flawless. So for me, it was one, I was multi multitasking way too much. I would sit here and I'd put like, I would double book people in one day, right? Like, oh yeah, I can do this. Oh, I can hurry up and backdoor and do this right off the bat. Like I thought I was going to be here at two o'clock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I appreciate you for almost getting pulled over to get here, but that's not necessary. Yeah, I was going really fast. <laughs> We're not that important. <laughs> yeah, we are not um, that important. But like certain things like that, I had to slowly sit here and cut because before it would have been like I'm at you know at four o'clock I have to do something else. Like so, you just cut somebody off and go get, go do it. Yeah, I would sit here in a back door and like do different things, or I would try and feel like I could do everything at once. And Superwoman. so one, yeah, exactly. And so one, I had to realize like it's okay for me to do things at a time, like. So now my to-do list, it's, for instance, going back to school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, all right, step one was getting the number to call. Yeah. Day two was me actually calling the university. Mm-hmm. Day three was me actually going there and getting all my information. Mm-hmm. Now I'm focused on day four where I'm going to figure out, do I really want to enroll or not? And then that's what I'm... So like I'm breaking down everything on my to-do list. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting more things theory. done now than I am ever before. And so, like, even with, like, you, back to your question, though, like, yeah, I have really bad OCD. Um, my closet is color-coordinated from le- sleeves. Like, it's short sleeve, it's no, or sleeveless all the way to long sleeve. It's by color. My shoes are in order, and Tupperware is <laughs> by brand. Um, like, everything is literally, I, I know if, like, my roommate one time came in and used my toothpaste, and I knew. Like, that's how bad my OCD was. But then it, I also started realizing I would throw something on my bed and be like, you're not going to move it today. Like, you're but not. You, you had to force it. Mm-hmm. I had to force it. But now it's, and now I'm okay with it. So now I'm like getting better. I'm like figuring out what the triggers are, but it's more so my, my anxiety that was getting the best of me mm-hmm. um, than it was anything else. Okay. Okay. And on, on, on the last note, um, mm-hmm. how was Lebanon? Lebanon was amazing. We talked about it last time though. Didn't we? 
I don't think we did. Oh, no, I wasn't here. Yeah, yeah I went to Lebanon and Greece. Where did you go last time we came? I don't remember. Cuba? No. No? I think, I don't remember. But Lebanon and Greece. Because I remember you posted a picture of somebody. It was a, it was a place that was um, bombed or something. Mm, yes. That's why I thought we, maybe we talked about we it. We talked about that's it. Right, that's and right. Even if we did. Just, oh, okay. Do you remember yeah. this conversation? No. No. Oh. Okay, then yeah. Because well, you mentioned bombings earlier about oh, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'll, for some That shit creeped me out when you posted that picture. I was like, what the? Yeah, so I have family in Lebanon, and um, they were there during the bombings, mm-hmm. um, the Lebanese and Palestinian war, like one of the many wars that happened in Lebanon. Um, but there's like multiple buildings that um, my family owns that have been completely bombed and demolished. Um, that's right, because you sent you asked me for that picture again. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. So we talked about it. Um, but yeah, so there's like a ton of that. But it was it was gorgeous. Um, it was one of the most amazing experiences um i got to meet family that i haven't met my entire life okay um and then i got to go on my first trip with my mom alone so we went to greece together and um just being able to see her in her like own element was awesome so now she's like more loose and more um fluid less of a leo less of a leo they're tough to come out even now the other day i took uh i took my i was so surprised she said yes to me but I was like, Mom, let's go to TFTI. So it's a, there was this pop-up thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know I've if you've heard of it. It's, it's, uh, we had this conversation. That's right. Oh, yeah, we did. I showed you all the pictures. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, I guess I'll just turn my mic off. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I'll start including you. I'm a group chat. <laughs> um, but it's the pop-up experience, and I was super excited for her to, like, go. And you should just see her in these photos, and she's just, like, kicking her legs up and – um, just like twirling and like doing these things that I'd never thought my mom would do. Mm. So it was awesome. And she'd be like, I want to do the slide. Let me do it again. Like, I want to <laughs> take a picture over here. Like, flowers fly. Like, it was, she and was that just gave intense. you energy, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Good just like seeing her happy. I was kind of, I was like, Mom, come on. Like, there's a line. She's like, I don't care. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> take a picture. Take a picture here. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. So, well, but yes. Um, and that's a, and sorry, like one thing about family though, and that's something that I had to learn through all of this is that I was looking for, um, I already loved myself. Like I learned to love myself, um, within like the last couple of years and I was okay with, and I'm okay with being alone. So me being alone is not a problem. Um, but I was looking for love elsewhere and forgetting that my entire support system is my mother and my brother. So, like, that's the love that I have. And when you stop looking for love in anybody else or trying to sit here and and get that comfort from anyone else and you focus on the people that you do have, you're going to feel so much happier. And that's when I started, like, mental space also is a really big thing, too. Um, Part of, like, mental disability, um, being able to be here and right now. And so when I was, like, with my mom or with my brother, I would sit here and be like, you're having the best time of your life right now. Like focus on this energy, like take it in, like enjoy it. Um, because then normally once it's done, once I'm spending like, you know, my two, three hours with my mom, I'd be done and be like, all right, what, like I'm missing something now. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started to feel lonely. And then I realized like, I don't need to sit here and look for anything else. I just had an amazing three hours. So I started focusing on that, like mental space, like, all right, what's around you, like focus on what's around you, even like eating, I like everyone needs to try it. Like you just put something in your mouth. Like when you're eating, like actually, Whoa. no, I'm serious. Like chew it and like uh-huh. feel, like feel the textures. Like you just feel the nasty. Taste. She's disgusting. You just <laughs> nasty. Oh, uh, uh, y'all are so stupid. I just caught it. Um, 
But like, yeah, like when you're drinking a drink or like eating food, Thank you. Um, <laughs> like chew it and taste it and smell it and like have all those senses in your mouth and actually realize, okay, I'm right here. Like I'm enjoying this food and it, food tastes so much better at that moment. Hmm. Do y'all smell alcohol before y'all drink it? Absolutely. Oh, do you? No. Well, I think there's a, a woman thing. I just, when I oh, say, you're talking about like just in general? No, I thought you just meant can you smell it? Oh, no, no. Oh, no. no. When you, you, you get alcohol no. in the bar, take a, take a whiff it? of it. No. Oh, okay. Unless there's like three, four, and I'm trying to figure out, make sure it's the right one. The <laughs> and again, I understand why a woman would smell her alcohol because men are crazy. Man. But you'll be surprised. You can't surprised, smell man. a roofie, though. You look I'm at the bottom playing. of it. You look at the bottom. Oh, really? Hmm? You know, huh? Hmm? Interesting. I, I know my lessons. <laughs> I've never been roofied. I've never been roofied. <laughs> but no, nah, but you'll be surprised, man. It'll be a female bartender or a male bartender that'll roofie people just for the hell of it. They do it in my area. Just for the hell of it? Yeah, just to see. I swear to God, it was it was it was it was happening in Montgomery County for hell? about two years. People, uh, people are randomly roofing people. Wasn't even raping these people. <laughs> just watching them become ass. Just become what? make asses of themselves. Just for the fun of it, and they record them. And they they out here getting these public intoxications and shit. Yeah, they're... and they don't know why, you know. But it, it's like I just had one drink. She know what you're buying. Watch your drink. You know. Um, I guess we can roll it to words of advice now. Um, you're always the better one. Do you want to save the best for last? Okay, so I'll say this is the best for last. I'm the worst, so I'll just go ahead and go. <laughs> I guess I'll just say um, something that you told me earlier. You were saying um, uh, organization limits chaos. And uh, I feel like that's a, a, a mind-blowing thing to actually come from you, sir. I, I appreciate that you're actually starting to pay attention to realize that if you have your shit together and you're prepared for shit, the chaos is limited. You can't, you can't super, you can't get rid of the chaos. Chaos right, is right. You, Yeah, you can't, you can't. It's inevitable. Destroy chaos. But, you know, people out there need to realize, you know, like in 2019, if anything, you know, just try your hardest to keep your shit together and kind of know what to expect. That way, day you know each day that goes by is not so rough because you kind of like you said earlier, like not necessarily that you expect bad things to happen to you, but you just kind of know how to deal with it. So you're in a good mental space when something fucked up happens, and you're not gonna like, you know, like uh, have a meltdown, you know. And I, and I feel like that's really important to understand that you know chaos is inevitable, but the more organized you are and the more prepped for it you are, you you put yourself in a better situation. That's all I have. I think for me, um, it'd be more so to find your ground. So for me, finding God first um, or getting back to being faithful to God. Um, so like every morning when I wake up, I read um, a verse out of the Quran or before I go to sleep um, just to kind of like ground myself where I'll read some type of the self-help book so I can constantly remind myself of uh, what I need to do to be like into my in tune with my own emotions. Um, but most importantly, like there's hotlines that you can call um there's different people that you can call like find someone that you can you can count on and just like vent to and if you need to write it out write it out and throw it away um burn it like do whatever it is that you need to do in order to feel that relief um but most importantly if you need the help i like get help um my words of advice are you can speak life and death with your tongue so <laughs> Be careful what you say, because when you speak that life and death, you're not even just speaking it for yourself. Yeah, I can say, you know what? I'm going to be successful this year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I can also say that I'm not shit. What I do doesn't matter. Nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. Nobody cares that I'm here. 
Or you can also say, you know, I want the best things for well. I want the best things for pineapple. I want them to be great. I want them to have success. I want them to, you know, achieve their dreams. But I also could say some negative stuff. I'm not going to put that negative stuff into y'all 2016. 2019. Whoa! Wow. What year is it? <laughs> Jesus! They some Drake shit. Turn out upside down. Anyway, anyways, yeah, you anyway. can speak life and death with your tongue. Be careful. That's real. I agree. Um, one last thing though, just for people who don't have the number, I looked it up. It's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. What number? What number is that? The suicide hotline. Oh, okay. super important. Logic put that um, out there. It's literally, if you need someone to talk to, you can just call them. Um, I've never personally used it, but um, they kind of, even their website, so it's the suicide prevention website, <laughs> suicidepreventionlifeline.org. <laughs> um, but definitely, I agree with what you said. Me too. But you have to love yourself. You have to trust yourself. You have to know yourself before you can know someone else, trust someone else, or even more importantly, love someone else. Mm-hmm. Love you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're listening, as always, <laughs> are, are you done over there? <laughs> Remember that was my iTunes, SoundCloud. Leave five stars on iTunes. Leave we're a on Google Play too. I forget we're on Google Play a lot. We're on Google Play, even though I know somebody listens to us on Google Play. But yeah, you know, just uh, leave ratings. You know, do something to benefit the fact that you listen to this show. We don't ask for money. We don't ask for donations. Um, so we'd appreciate that. I see those oh. dope ass shirts though. Yeah, those those shirts are gonna definitely. Uh, you definitely get a dope ass shirt yeah, you today. Get one. You, you get, get a dope ass shirt today. It might all be too big for you, but it's That's cool. Fine. Yeah. Oh, we got the live show coming up sometime. So I even though Well doesn't want to do the live show, we're gonna oh, do the live God. show. We'll do the live show. I just don't. I just yeah. We're gonna do the live show. Sweet. You got anything else? Well, I'm good. You Peace, got anything else? Love and prosperity. And with that being said. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast, and we thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary? (laughs) 